Well, we have a, a guest on today who's a hero of ours, isn't he? Arthur Matthews, who uh, co-wrote Father Ted and Toast of London. Big Train. And Big Train, and he's very funny. Can you put the mic near your mouth? Just... Oh, is it? <laughs> do I have to do that again? I just, it's really silky when it's, you're actually close to it. Yeah, but I feel like a Wally, because look how close it is, and then Arthur's going to come on and go, God, who's, who's he think he is? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to talk to Arthur about Father Ted, but he'll think we're on a dick. Well, imagine how many times he's asked, because it's one of the best sitcoms of all time, isn't it? Yeah, but we're great interviewers. We're, what we'll do is <laughs> it will dove, we'll, we'll, we'll sideline into it and you won't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> we're like Wogan like that. We can just drift from one subject. Do you notice sometimes in the interviews we get quite serious? Yeah, I don't know how comfortable I feel about it. No! <laughs> Because <laughs> I feel like I'm being fake. Oh, do you? That means well, you, that means you are being fake. Well, no, but I'm going. Oh no, but and I go. I rarely speak like this. Yeah. And I go. Why am I speaking like this now? I but tend then... to do this. Turn at an angle. And... Oh God, don't! Because I'm going to watch <laughs> out for that now. Oh, he's turning. He's turning. <laughs> Sorry, your pole of your mind. It's a fucking nightmare, isn't it? It's like you're doing it behind scaffolding. There we go. (laughs) There we go. So simple. (laughs) Pole. It's not a fucking pole. It's a microphone. Anyway, we introduced Arthur well enough. Yeah, so Arthur is, um, oh, you know, a bit of a comedy uh, genius, and he's about to enter. Is he? Yeah, he's a comedy genius. Oh, no, no, not is he a I mean, is he about to enter? I wasn't <laughs> yeah. questioning that bit. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi there. Hi, Arthur. Hello, Arthur. Hello, David. How are you? Hi, Joe. I'm good. Yeah, good. How are you? We're all good. We were just talking about you being a, a comedy genius. Wondered how you'd feel. Yeah, how uncomfortable <laughs> that would make you. It's a sweaty start to an interview. Isn't it? <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're very it's very kind of you, but it's yeah. an exager- it's an exaggeration. Wow. Well well we all right, I'm we're gonna be totally honest. Me and David have discussed for about twenty minutes whether we can ask you anything about Father Ted or if you'd be so fed up of No, I, I don't mind at all. No. How did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> where did you get where did you get the idea from yeah no how do you make a cracking sitcom and don't leave anything out yeah and then follow it up with another cracking one <laughs> yeah yeah that. and you're your next idea kind. can we have but you you uh you've done good work is uh afterlife well, look at this in the soon, eyes arthur when you say it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> his camera off. afterlife that's coming back yeah, well, we didn't have anything. We didn't have anything to do with up. that one. We just yeah. turned up for two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, and uh, what do you think of the new one we wrote, Arthur? <laughs> the cops <laughs> oh, you know it. Oh, you know it. Shit. Yes, he's heard of it. Don't care if he <laughs> hates it. No, I do know, but I don't have. Um, it's on gold, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't have that. Oh, I'm so yeah. relieved. It's not part so of my relieved. package, but I'm, I'm sure it's very good. I hear it's yeah. very good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Ooh, it's nice that I've heard it's what, very good. Yeah. What's this podcast again? What are we doing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure it is very I will I'll try and, and see it somewhere at some stage. I've just watched um uh 75 episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Have you? Yeah, oh, not this it. morning. Like no, I won't go. No. Over the last while. I just I met um 
Fred Armisen. You know Fred Armisen? Yeah, well, yeah. He, no, he's in yeah. he's in Toast, and I met him. He came over from America, and I just thought, well, I should uh, look at more American comedy. So I looked at all his stuff on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. When he was on that, and it's so he's brilliant. brilliant. What was brilliant. so sketch brilliant. show that he did? Did he do a sketch show? Oh, um, Portlandian. Portlandian. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. And he's in a thing with Bill Hader called uh, Documentary Now. Right. Which is on Amazon Prime. And uh, it's kind of spoof documentaries. That's very good. Yeah. Wow. He's great as well, Bill Hader, isn't he? He's brilliant, yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you film Toast out there? No. Over? It's all hey. done. It was done in Harlesden. Oh, right. Oh, just as glamorous. Oh, well, there's some <laughs> stuff on location. And then there was a month in uh, Harlesden. Right. In the studio called Garden Studios. Right. So I stayed, I stayed for a month in Bronsbury Road, which is where I used to live with Graham when, when we moved to oh, London. did you? Yeah, This yeah, is yeah. our little segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep playing. Well, here, here's, a brilliant, here's a brilliant thing. While I was staying, while I was yeah. staying there, I, uh, on my birthday, I was alone in the, and I was staying in a flat there or a kind of a part hotel, whatever they're called. So I almost go to a football match. And like, I don't think I could ever get into Arsenal or Chelsea or whoever. But I saw Orient were playing Exeter City. Oh. So what so year I, was this? This is in Oh, this is when you were writing toast. When we were filming, yeah, in August. Did you go and watch it? Was my, it was my birthday. On my birthday, I went to see Orient and Exeter, yeah. What was the score? 3-0 to Orient. Oh. Is it Orient? <laughs> right, very random question. Is Orient's ground the one where there's a block of flats yeah. in the corner? That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. In each so they, corner. Yeah, got a block of flats. Haven't so Charlton you, got that as well? I'm sure someone I know has got. A, they're in a flat, and the balcony's overlooking the. Yeah, I think it. I don't think, think. Yeah, but that's the case in uh, in Brisbane Road, which I hadn't been since I've, I've been there in 1989. So I hadn't been there since. Do you know what? This morning, Arthur, I've been offered. Oh, yeah. Two hospitality tickets to Exeter before the end of this, <laughs> and I'm absolutely so life is pretty sweet. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so I've, I've heard, I've heard, uh, and I've listened to three of the podcasts. So I heard the first one. Oh yeah, and the last one, and the yeah. Hen- Henning, Henning Vin. Yeah, oh yeah, when he tore us, tore David a new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did. But yeah. you're you're working your way onto the board. <laughs> I just want to get inside. Well, fun enough, warm. you know that you know the lad, the clever lad we have on the pod, John, who's yeah. a big yeah. exit. He's sort of on. He's been on the board, like when he was like seventeen. He was part of this sort of thing where join like, board. It was, well, yeah, that's what we thought. He's like a, he was pretending to be a grown up, I think. And he yeah. was like, yeah, he's like this sort of mad ex city fan, but he's also done more in his life than me and David have done. Does he, does he do commentary on the games? Yeah, he yeah. does commentary really, for Radio Devon, and he's really good at it. He's really good. He's, he's very relaxed, just generally, for a twenty-year-old. Yeah. It's quite, yeah. you know, amazing. If you, yeah. you know, the, you know the, the Grecians. Yeah. Yes. If you're a former uh, Exeter City player, you're an ex-Grecian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Well, that's brilliant. I want to take credit for that. Thanks very yeah. much. <laughs> no. <laughs> That would get a sigh in a comment. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they, tell how pleased you were with yourself. <laughs> You'd be an excretion. Anyway, it's going to go back to the prepared stuff. <laughs> uh, thanks. Yeah. Arthur, you mentioned living with Graham. 
I, I remember reading that story and thinking, right. I wonder if I could be like Arthur Mel <laughs> yeah, exactly. and I, move in with a comedy writer. Yeah. Sort of following that, your yeah. path. And then, you know. But you used I, to live, both of you used to live close together, didn't you? Um, or fairly sort of, close. Sort yeah. of, yeah. I used to drive, we used to drive. Yeah, so you lived in a village outside Brighton. I was living in Brighton. But why, why David, have you, you moved to Devon? Yeah. So why did you move to Devon? Um, so I sort of, Personal reasons. I don't even know. I was sort of bored where I was living. I'd been living in Sussex all my life, and I was I sort of knew every town. And we'd, we'd get on a Sunday, we go go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. I've done all the walks. You move because you've done all the walks. <laughs> all the one day you just start walking and ended up in Devon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the family followed him down. <laughs> yeah, but not, my wife Naomi's from. Totnes, Devon. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah. And then we went to see, I went to see Exeter with my eldest boy, and um, I just haven't really watched football before live. You're a Man U fan, aren't you? But yeah, so I've only seen them two or three times at Old Trafford. And then, uh, so I just got that feeling walking into the ground with yeah. 5,000 supporters. It's lovely. It's great, yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I love going into the ground uh, the first time you see the pitch. Yeah. I really like that. Uh, who do you support, Arthur? Well, I support uh, Drogheda United in Ireland. They're, yeah. they're in the Premier League, but they'd be more like, I suppose, a League Two team. I uh, would they? as regards attendances. But facilities are pretty bad in Ireland with grounds and that. In what way? They're just poor. They're just like you know, like Shamrock Rovers are probably the best Irish team. They've got a decent enough ground, but even they have only three stands. They're going to build a, a final one before behind the goal, so it looked like a proper ground. Yeah. But um, yeah. facilities are pretty bad. Yeah, because Exeter have got two sides. They've got the stands, the standing area, and then they built a new one over there, but there's still half the pitch empty. And then behind behind the goal, there's like a, I don't know, shed. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> a long metal a, shed. A barn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. A yeah. barn people standing. Yeah. I would like an enclosed, properly fully enclosed Stadium, yeah. if you don't mind. What with a close with a closed roof? Yeah, <laughs> closed roof. Yeah, but Shamrock Rovers ground is the, would fit in easily enough. League One, League Two, but some of the others are. It's three and a half thousand, isn't it? That's the capacity I've I've seen. Where in Rovers? No, in Exeter. Where no. in Drogheda? Yeah, Drogheda. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's but like they're a yo-yo club, so they'd be you know first division, like the Championship, and then up to Premier League. Down again. Where, where are they at the moment? They're in the Premier uh, top division. So if you if you're decent, Arthur, do you just get picked up by a yeah the Premier yeah? But also in Ireland, like most draw are part time club. Like the bigger clubs are full time, but draw are part time. But you're and playing full time clubs basically. Yeah, I'd say half the half the clubs might be part time and half are full time. But they have the thing is they've only players signed to one year contracts. Yeah, so they have to re-sign them after every season. Uh, so yeah. this year. And like the season's just stopped in Ireland because it's the summer season. So they've lost players to uh, the manager's gone to St. Patrick's Athletic, a Dublin club. And they've got players gone to Hamilton in Scotland, Hamilton Ackies. One's yeah. gone to Crystal Palace. Oh. One's gone to Blackburn. So they'll kind of have to half rebuild the whole team every season. And it's that's out of one year because we're speaking to a couple of players and they say it's basically it's a financial thing, isn't it? They can't afford to kind of have them on like a five-year contract in case they get injured yeah, or something. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. 
I've got to get my head around that as a new. So I'm just getting used to all these players, and then we we spoke to the manager saying there's a good chance two or three of them are going to go during this window. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I heard the the your two player when you two players on from Exeter. Yeah. And one of those, one of that Irish guy. He yeah. was from, oh, he, Sweeney, played, yeah. he played with the uh, Bray Wanderers. Oh. Which is a lovely trip down the coast from Dublin. Right. Yeah, it's the other side of Dublin to you, isn't it? South. It's the, well, uh, yeah, there's Strods the north and Bray's the south. So it's a lovely trip on the train along the coast. Nice. The, the, uh, the, the railway was designed by Isambard Kingdom oh. Grinnell. A few That's nice a tunnels. One. Yeah. It's a good one. The train is just beside the, uh, the ground. Right. But Bray, Bray, that's Bray Wanderers. But they were previously known as Bray Unknowns. What? <laughs> that was their name. <laughs> Bray, Bray Unknowns. It's quite, it's quite an intimidating name, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it? Now, it is, don't fancy it? playing them. Yeah. They're not a big name club. They're a no-name club. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got a season ticket, Arthur? No. I, I, I don't know why. Well, I do know why, because I don't go to every home game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll never go. I go to, <laughs> I see, I live in Dublin, so I go to, there's a lot of games in Dublin. And uh, I'd see them about 10 times a season. That's not bad. Recently. But it's funny, like, yeah, what's the average crowd? It can be in the first division, like 700. And if they're doing well, maybe 1,200. Local derby against Dundalk might be, 1500 yeah oh do you know a lot of faces then when you go there you yeah go, yeah it's quite nice yeah it? i go with this uh my friend mick the mod because you mentioned <laughs> they, you, yeah. you mentioned what? The yeah. First yeah. Episode, <laughs> yeah yeah there's always, always a mod, mod. yeah yeah <laughs> this is this this is mick the mod he, he everyone knows him as mick the mod he calls himself <laughs> mick the mod I'm, go, I'm gonna see him i'm gonna see him uh on what saturday what shoes does he wear arthur do you know what shoes just delightful mod oh. shoes. <laughs> yeah. Winkle yeah, pickers. Yeah. Yeah, winkle pickers. And yeah. yeah. Has he got he's... the hair? Has he got the hair down yeah, the side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, great. I mean, wonderful. He's, uh, he's in his mid 50s now, but yeah, he's showing me photographs of the draw the mod scene in the early <laughs> 1980s. And it's just like Quadrophenia. They're all in mopeds and yeah. parkas and everything. But yeah, he knows everyone in the club. Like, you know, if I go in, on, into the ground with him, just everyone talks to him. Hey Mick, how's it going? Yeah. So, uh, so uh, but he's brilliant, and he brilliantly, the nickname of Drod is the Drogs, right? And he, I think, came up with that nickname. Oh, so that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that, that is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's great. But we're because it's the off season in Ireland. We're going on Saturday up to see an Irish league game over the border, and Warren Point are playing Crusaders. So that'll be good. It's, I've got to be honest, all these names could be made up. To <laughs> yeah, <me. laughs> I'm like, see, is this going to come off? We're going to get loads of stuff going. Arthur has made yeah, all yeah, that. I made it all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it's confusing because there's the League of Ireland, which is in the south, and there's the Irish League, which is in the north. Right. right. But I must tell you my favourite football book. I was in, um, in Northern Ireland in Mount Stewart House which is a lovely old house. And it's a National Trust property. And I was in the bookshop and I saw a book by uh, someone called Liam Beckett, right? And he played for Drada. He's an f- ex-footballer. He's also into motorcycling. And his book was called Old School 
balls and bikes. It's the National Trust bookshop in Menstruer. So I thought, I'll buy that because I remember him playing for Drawdy years ago. And it's it's one of the best football books ever. It's all about his experiences uh, playing Irish League and League of Foreign Football. But he, he's, he's called Liam Beckett. And he's from Antrim, way up the north of Ireland. But Liam's a kind of Catholic nationalist name. So everyone thought he was a nationalist. And that's why Drawd assigned him, because they thought he's a Catholic. Because <laughs> you wouldn't have many Protestants playing in the League of Ireland. Yeah. Right. So they brought him along to there's a local church in Drawd called St. Peter's. And there's a head of St. Oliver Plunkett. The saint's head is, in, is on display in the church. So they brought him along to the church to show him the the uh, the head of St. Oliver Plunkett and all this kind of stuff. But there was a brilliant story. It was a time when Draw did about four players in Belfast and they used to have to travel down over the border. It's the height of the troubles. Yeah. And Beckett said once he was with the chairman and it was freezing. It was like November. It's really cold. Can we turn on the heat? And the chairman, Arthur Brady, said, can't do that. Can't do that, Liam, because the butter will melt. Oh, what? He says, what? The butter will melt because they were smuggling all this butter from the north to the south. This is like this is like the main league and like this is like West Ham or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a it's a brilliant football book. He also played for uh uh who's the Crusaders, I think, when they played Stuart Stu, no Dinamo Bucharest in the Did European I? Cup. Yeah. Wow. Well, the well, they were champions, so you play in the Euro, yeah, you play yeah, champions course, yeah. the Irish League. Yeah. But they, they were beaten um, 11 0. And he, <laughs> he, 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 remarked, he saw the scoreboard at one stage when it was nine. And he said, Is that the time or the score? <laughs> 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 anyway, it's, uh, it's a tremendous book. It's very funny. Uh, Arthur, when we interviewed Matt and Pierce, he was so nervous meeting footballers. Yeah, what it is? It's just a different world, and it's. Have, have you met famous? Like, I mean, apart from Axler, have you met? Um, well, we met we met Steve Perryman. We went on. Um, yeah, yeah. We went on um, Talk Talk Sport. Hawks, yeah, Hawks been joking. And uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, like my dad's big Spurs fan, so I've sort of oh, been yeah. brought up like um, keeping an eye on Spurs, basically, and. Uh, like that Steve Perriman team had Hoddle and yeah, what's the ideal is. And it was the one, it was when I was most in awe of football, basically. Mm. It was had the biggest effect on me. And uh, Steve Perriman just came in the room and, and I I just I just didn't know what to Fantas. do with myself. Yeah, literally. And then Dion, so we chatted to him for a bit and then Dion Dublin came out of the booth. Oh, yeah. I met, met once before. And Dion Dublin went, oh, how are you That's doing? That's Chris right. Kamara. Was it? No, it wasn't. It was yeah. Dion Dublin. No, it was. <laughs> it was it Chris, Chris Kamara? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. it was Chris Kamara. And, uh, Obviously, he goes, didn't have much reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think I've no. met Chris Kamara, though. Something very odd happened there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyway. <laughs> the go- the yeah. ghost of Dion Dublin. A, f- a footballer from the 90s came out of a booth <laughs> who I think I'd met. Yeah. And then uh, he told me... Um, he, we just started chatting, and I was still really sort of flummoxed from having met Steve Perriman. And I went, I said to him, I said, I've just met Steve Perriman. <laughs> and he went, oh, it's Stevie. I'll, I'll say hello. And, then, and, and David went, 
you just said to another professional footballer that you'd met another professional footballer. And, and I, it was like going, oh, uh, Josh, I just met Josh Widdicombe. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah. say hello. Yeah. I was like, felt really yeah. low for the... I met um, Robbie Earl. Remember him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good defender. He's very nice. I can't remember where. I think I'm... I can't actually remember. I did definitely meet him. He was he was very nice. Uh, he's about the only one. I walked past Tony Adams. I met um, the right back at Arsenal, the Spanish. Recent, yeah. Uh, Don't know if he's still there. He was a couple of years ago. Is it Bellerin? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's yeah. a Bellerin. Um, I walked past Tony Adams, and he was enormous. He is huge. I was genuinely like Christ alive. Is he really? Is he that? Yeah. Is he? He just wouldn't work. You just wouldn't want to play against him. You just he just had. Really big shoulder. I was just like, you just got to knock you over. You I'll tell you who, I, who I've met um, a few times is Johnny. Do you remember Johnny Giles? He used to play for Leeds. Yeah, yeah. Remember him? Yeah. Because my, my, my partner, wife, partner, she's a literary agent and she did Giles' book. Right. So I met him. But we also had his archive in our house, like all his, his kind of telegrams from Don Ravy. Right. And uh, his medical records, including a really <laughs> grisly photograph. <laughs> Of his knee operations. <laughs> well, you've got that in your house. <laughs> we you had it for a while, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. afraid that the house would burn down and John Giles' archive would be lost. <laughs> yeah. His knee op photos <laughs> would be lost. <laughs> really, really grisly. And like his co- his first contract at Man United and that kind of stuff. It was all in the house. But he was, when I was a kid, I was a Leeds fan. Did you play, Arthur? I played very badly. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't have the temperament. I had a lot of natural ability, but. Did you? No. no. <laughs> it's really, but it's really hard to tell if someone's going to be shy before even, they play. Even yeah. if I had, even if I had uh, a lot of ability, which I didn't, my temperament was all wrong. What do you mean? I wouldn't have had the the uh, the you know the dedication. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't have been mentally stable enough. <laughs> no. No. To, to play. Do you say that football when you join the Sunday level. league team? By the way, I don't think I'm going to have the stability to do this every week. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be brilliant in very short bursts, <laughs> yeah. once a month. But David, you're you're quite good. I heard. I oh, heard. I wasn't. I, I'm kind of bigging it up a bit. Yeah, you see, he backs out of it after he's like. It gets a yeah. Like, I wish I hadn't said that. That's sort of. But I think you you played you played a decent-ish level for like blokes in the pub talking what level did you play you know what I mean yeah so it was County Div 2 but we played a cup match against County Div 1 and I think if you win County Div 1 you're into the Rymans it's that oh that's, that's and a and they were just level. even the Div 1 I was like I can't cope with this lot they're just a bit quicker and stronger but like you know like you play football and you, everyone's I feel like I'm the only person who who played a lot of football as a kid and know no one or no one who knows no one who went on to a different level. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows someone who went, oh, I played against a lad who then went at trials at Palace. I never played against anyone or with anyone who went anywhere. And we played with a lot of good but well, I thought people were really good. So God knows what you'd had to be like to actually get like semi pro or something. Yeah. Have you read I read Fever Pitch again recently, you know, Nick Hornby's yeah. book. And there's a whole chapter on, I think it's Gus Caesar who played yeah, for Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. I was like how yeah. Gus Caesar would be like, you know, he's like at the yeah, kind of level. He like a fringe player, wasn't he? He's just on Yeah, but he was out. like a yeah. hundred times better than any other player that Hornby ever would have played with, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
Oh, it's it's tough. And like I, I'd be at games. I remember once see Brentford a few years ago. That's just so tough. The players, they're just at each other all the time and just, you know, a lot of lot of verbals and yeah. just niggling each other and all that stuff. Yeah. I couldn't do that. I'm no. too I'm too sensitive. I mean <laughs> Yeah. 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 Do the best guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't have the temperament. Do you ever go and watch the matches on your own, Arthur? Would you do that? Yeah, yeah. Are you comfortable? Got an, I'm sort got of, yeah, I know you. I know you've discussed this. Yeah, that you're very uncomfortable. I'm sort but of in, feeling uh, in more fact, comfortable, but it's not out of the question. I would actually move to Devon, so I could go to matches with you <laughs> to keep me company. It's not out of the question. It must be playing on your mind. It's not out of the question. <laughs> to me, Le- League Two is just like compared to what I'm used to. It's League Two is be like you know the. You know the uh, Serie A or something, just yeah. amazing. Yeah, proper teams and big crowds, and that, relatively yeah. big crowds. Yeah. So it's not out of the question. I do love. Um, well, it's lovely, when, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've yeah. I've, I've travelled through Exeter, but I didn't stop. Yeah. But when I went to London first in '91, I spent like twelve weeks going to all the grounds in London. Oh, did and you? I, I even went. We lived in uh, where were we? Bounds Green near Wood Green. I remember. Oh, I'll look. I'll go and see. Uh, White Hart Lane, that's not far. So I went this big walk and discovered this amazing ground. That's incredible. Wow, look at that. There's nothing like that in Ireland. And then I went back, I went back to the flat and discovered it actually wasn't White Hart Lane. It was a Greyhound stage. (laughs) 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 That was near that was near White Hart Lane. But because it was a Sunderland game. But because it was so superior to the, the poor the poor grounds in Ireland. Oh uh, wow. Well I did yeah. I went, I, and then I used to go when I'd done with you know Stamford Bridge and Loftus Road, I'd head off to Watford and South End and places. Yeah. But then I mean in those days, that was the last season before the Premier League, you just turn up and pay cash and get in. Would you? You know, because now yeah. you couldn't do that at all. No. No. I've mentioned this before, but my mate is, uh, I, I saw on Saturday, he's one of the f- those lunatics who does he, all 92 grounds. Yeah. So every year there's, and yeah, I was talking to him, he's got to go to Salford this weekend, I think. Yeah. Is he? He's just going up Salford I, I, on his I own. Wondered, I wondered actually, there's, there's a thing called Football Ground Map. Do you know that? It's a website. No. And you just tick off all the grounds you've been to and it gives you loads ah. of information. It's brilliant. Oh. In fact, I was I contacted them because I've been to, I've been to fifty four grounds I think, but That's I contacted good. them because they have old grounds there as well. So I contacted them saying, actually, there's a ground that should be there. It's Shamrock Rovers' old ground, and it's not there. And someone said, yeah, someone would be in contact with with you. <laughs> this German guy got in contact. And says, yes, I am looking into this problem. <laughs> this and, problem. Um, I see that um, you are. I thought the United fan from United Park and all that. I have been there. <laughs> he, he was based in he was based in Cologne or somewhere. Just, yes, I have been there. And I looked up his uh, his profile. He'd been to something like seven hundred grounds or something. Wow. But I wondered actually, you know, if fans die and they sometimes uh, say I'd like my ashes scattered. I wonder if you were a ground hopper, could you could you suggest that your ashes are scattered across all ninety two? League grass. Yeah. Imagine yeah. being that person's brother, <laughs> and you've got to do it. Yeah. Oh, there's a great um, Scottish. Uh, I can't remember the name, but there's a brilliant uh, BBC Scotland um, website which is full of brilliant little films about Scottish uh, football. 
so lovely little film about our Brogdon program collectors and all this. I'll look it up and send and send you the link. It's really brilliant. It's really good. If you like you know, lower league football and all I that, it's brilliant. I, I keep an eye on St Mirren because when I was growing up, they had the, well, their keeper had the best name I'd ever heard. So I'd keep, they had a keeper called Campbell Money. <laughs> and that was the whole reason I keep an eye on St Mirren. <laughs> really? <laughs> I just look at their result. I don't – that's all I do. I couldn't tell you whether yeah. – I just – I, there's, you know, there's certain clubs you look because you got your mate. So you just you, you're not sort of scanning for it. You go, oh yeah, St. Mirren one, and it's all because their keeper's called Campbell Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a football manager in South America, I think, called Wanderly Luxembourgo. Did you ever come across him? <laughs> no. <laughs> and brilliant, brilliantly, the the manager of Wolf. This is this is better. <laughs> It was the manager of Wolfsburg at one stage. It was called Wolfgang Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and I manage Wolfsburg. <laughs> Is that why you got the job? <laughs> it must have helped. The, the chances of couldn't have hindered. Yeah. <laughs> I used to think the chances of Arsenal ever having a manager with his first first name having Arse. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's got to help. Pretty yeah. remote. <laughs> It's going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, football ground ups really good. Check it out. Where's where's the furthest you've been to see a match? It would be Old Trafford for me. Carlisle. What outside the country? Have you ever gone outside the country? Uh, Yes, I saw. I went to the Euros in Portugal. Did you? Did you? Yeah, I saw. Uh, England lose to Portugal, and I saw Greece beat France. Was that the penalty shootout? Uh, two thousand six. Yes, England lost in penalties to yeah. France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Greece went on to win it, didn't they? Yeah, and they they just had if that. It was that. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand six. God, flipping out. That's depressing. Um, yeah. It was the best atmosphere I'd ever experienced watching football because there was like, especially as an England fan, there's always a bit of trouble. There's no trouble. And there was just, they just, there was uh, different fans from all over the, all over Europe in just in in Lisbon, and there was no trouble, and there was just like it just became like a bit of a party. And I was like, I think oh, I can that. correct you on that, Joe. I think. Uh, well, there's trouble outside the of Lisbon. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I think, I think you've got the year. I think you've got the year wrong. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah. yeah it's two thousand six, yeah. the World Cup year. Yeah. Yeah, Greece run in two thousand four. Arthur likes correcting people. It's an awful habit. I'm going to think about. It's a disgusting, <laughs> disgusting habit. No, it was playing on my mind actually. It's, it might well, save some. It might just say, save a viewer or a well, listener. Well, that's, ringing, that's you know that's what happens. We get they complain uh, about it if I don't correct it. Yeah. No, I know because I've had um, someone came up to me and said my daughter's boyfriend listens to podcasts and it really annoys him when you get things wrong and this sort of been yeah, said my nephew quite said a few, that quite a few times yeah. now. Yeah, it's come yeah. up. And uh, there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> Is that? And I'm not going to read anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just going to get a few things wrong and switch off if it annoys you. Yeah. Oh, I, wanted, I wanted to ask you um, about Jurgen Klopp, uh, a question, um, because um, I know he gets his teeth whitened mm-hmm. and he's had a hair transplant. Oh. And I notice he's not wearing glasses anymore, so he's probably had contact lenses. So my question is: Do you think he's a vain individual? Well, if you, he's if you got that sort of amount of teeth <laughs> whitened, yeah, I've got to check his teeth out now. 
Yeah, you've got to be. Haven't you? Well, we funny enough, we were talking to Matt Taylor yesterday, and we were talking about we were asking whether he does himself up for the match day, the the Exeter manager. Um, and yeah. me and David talk about how, you know, some of them are sit down and keep play it cool when they score. And we're like, oh, this is deliberate. You know, like yeah, the way yeah, Mourinho's yeah. sort of like, yeah, oh, yeah. just, yeah, yeah, just done my job there. They scored a hat trick, you know. It's all yeah, scored, yeah. yeah, but I've just done my job. It's like, it's all for the cameras. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of it. But so does, quite... he, does he wear a tracksuit, man? Is he a tracksuit man? He is a tracksuit, isn't he? Who, Matt he Taylor? No, um, Klopp is a. Oh, right. Oh, no, but oh, Matt, no, oh, Matt, Matt, Matt Taylor. Matt Taylor, from what I remember, he's nice and smart, keeps it simple with a nice long coat. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a new coat, so David was going to I prefer the, the managers that wear the suit and tie and that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like a little, like a V-neck jumper with a little he's tie halfway, underneath. He's sort of, in, he's sort of ca- more casual than the full suit then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, but that's smart. Oh, you, did, you, know, you said that so, twice. So, uh, Bradford's, <laughs> <laughs> Bradford's kit, man. Because like, yeah, we had to play him again. twice. Because <laughs> I was just fascinated by him. He just had this massive beard, like WG. Oh, a Robin, a Robin Hood outfit. Little <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John runs not, on not bow and arrow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Forest. Everyone on the bench is dressed like Robin Hood. <laughs> Someone gets injured. But he, he was like quite a small bloke with a massive beard and it looked like he might be into alternative music and he was <laughs> he was probably in his early 50s and no one shouted anything. And every time he walked by with the... <laughs> yeah. Is Mick the Mod a shouter? Yeah, yeah. He can do, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine you're a shouter, Arthur. Um, I cannot. Yeah, I know, I know why you would say that. But sometimes I do. Oh, really? I get emotionally involved, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's I, the only I, time I ever show emotion to when, <laughs> when my child was born, no emotion. <laughs> but, um, when you lost 2 0 that afternoon. <laughs> indifference at best. Yeah. But yeah. On the terraces, occasional, you know. Do you know, Arthur, when my first boy was born, I was convinced he was gonna be a girl for you know, for the nine months. Like we're gonna have a girl. I don't know why, I just felt we we're gonna have a girl and it was a water bell and he came out. And I was sort of stressing and in tears, and I sort of opened my eyes and I saw his little dick. And <laughs> my first, <Is> nicer, mate. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my first thought was, "Fucking hell, she's got bollocks!" <laughs> and it took like two seconds to go, "Oh no, it's a boy!" But I was really panicked that. So there's a little insight into. <laughs> oh, I really thought you were going to say, and I thought he was going to go on to play for England, but. That- <laughs> So he stopped halfway through. <laughs> it's just a boy. So you're, this is the boy you're now bringing along to yeah. Exeter, and yeah. uh, and your t- your two sons go. So I took my I've got three. I took my middle boy, and he was like he's six, so he's I don't want to go again. It's too loud. <laughs> so I'm, I'm biding my time with the youngest. But it's a long term project, isn't it? Because you want to be seventy years old, and you've got your your son there, who's also an experienced Exeter fan yeah. at that stage. My grandchildren and <laughs> your great grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. They're all they're all Exeter fans and hating you for it. Uh, a posse yeah. walking along towards the ground. Yeah. Here come the earls. Being wheeled in. <laughs> yeah. Hello, David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hello, still David embarrassed. <laughs> still embarrassed. I saw I saw my first game here in must have been back in twenty twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing a 
podcast about it? Yeah. <laughs> I went. I went for the flimsiest of reasons. Um, here if I'm I am. honest, I, I thought it made quite a quirky podcast. <laughs> here I am, fifty years later, present presented with a trophy before the game. The podcast never really took off. <laughs> <laughs> cool, that would be nice. I haven't thought of that. A little shield before the game. The, the, the players tore you off between them. Wanker. And you, yeah. get a, you get a stand name after, named after you. Oh, yeah. I think you should write to the club now. <laughs> I, I think you should write to the club now at this stage and say, because oh, you're yeah. prom- promoting the club on a, a podcast with Joe Wilkinson. <laughs> That you should get a stand named after you, the David. Oh, it Harris. wouldn't be a stand, would it? It would just be like a like the ground. Oh, I think you should ask ask for a stand. Yeah, okay, stop. I don't deserve a stand. <laughs> yeah. Who deserve a Who deserves oh, a stand cheers, more boys. than you? <laughs> Name me one person who deserves cheers. a stand more than you. Actually. I went to. Here's the thing. I went to some <laughs> FA Cup game in London, like the first round of the cup or something. Can't even remember who it was. Alan Devonshire, do you remember him, West Ham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was he was the manager of either that team or the opposing team. But it was it was there was the stand there was the Alan Simpson stand from Gordon Simpson. Oh, yeah, because he was chairman of the club. I can't remember which club it was. Anyway, it's some London club. But yeah, it's the Alan Simpson stand there. So it's not unprecedented. No, no, exactly. No, so there's not, somebody from the comedy not, world. Let's not jokingly poo-poo it. It's you know. Let's just oh, I see appreciate what all this. What you could do as well is, <laughs> you know, go in every second week and paint a, 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 a chair, a letter or a chair, you know, because they need banks of chairs. <laughs> yeah. And just gradually spell out the David Earl stand yeah. by painting one a day, different one chair. One day someone would go, so. <laughs> yeah, like, this must yeah. be what it's called. Yeah, it could even, not even a letter, just start with the corner a of dog. the letter. Just so they don't notice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking name on that stuff. I wonder how far you'd get. <laughs> David D. David E. Yeah. And then some stewards is, hang on, mate. Yeah. That would be great. I'd have a stand named after you. That would be very good. Statues too much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a statue of yourself to see yourself bronzed? Because <laughs> gold. Gold with, with wings. Look at my arse. My arse doesn't wings. look like that. <laughs> like, you know, I think like the angel of the north just hovering, hovering you, over the ground. Yeah. Just really dominating the, the ground yeah, and, Tom, and the city. Dominating yeah, the People can see it on the ferry over. <laughs> People, that? people could fly it's into it. Could, it's a, a danger yeah. to aircraft. <laughs> it's, oh, got a, it's got a red light on the top. Well, I reckon know. stick to the stand name. I think the statue's asking too much. Well, I went to, yeah. I went to, um, they do, yeah, they do have statues. I went, when I went to the Orient, Exeter, they had a Laurie Cunningham uh, statue. Just uh, not, not outside the ground, but uh, in the park, just beside the ground. What's his podcast? <laughs> <laughs> How good is his podcast? <laughs> How good is your podcast got to be? Yeah. <laughs> got to be yeah. higher than 68. But you think the way into everything at all it's is just to stop, stop, start a podcast. <laughs> I don't know what else there is now, Dave. What else is there? Yeah. <laughs>
Should we give Arthur our three throw it our famous? Oh, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Famous. I have a question. I can ask you questions as well. I oh, have yeah. some questions for you. Um, what was your first game? Well, uh, I don't remember my first game uh, because my father uh, retired from. He was a farmer, and he was quite old, so he retired, and uh, I was only six or seven. But we moved to a different part of the country, and he and uh, he used to go and see this team Dundalk, which is close to Drogheda. But I wasn't interested in football then. That was a long time ago. That was late sixties, probably. Oh, that gives me hope then. If you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I wasn't really interested, and then. Uh, for some reason, I think because I started collecting football stickers, that got me into it. So the first game I remember was the 1971 FAI, Football Association of Ireland, Cup Final, because Drawda were playing Limerick. And uh, so that's, that's, I definitely remember that. So that how old were you then? Oh, I was uh, 11. Oh, all right. Okay. So I remember that. And the set, then about a month or two later, I saw my first Irish game, which is Ireland, Italy. And that was the Italian team that just had been in the World Cup final in 1970. So it was Rivera and Reeve and all those kind of people. Right. Blimey. So that's my quick fire answer to that that's, question. Oh, great. Do you remember the score? Yeah, yeah. The Ireland game was 2-1 to Italy and draw the last after a replay. It was, well, it went to the replay as well. Ah. Um, where do you sit, stand in the ground and why? Do you sit in the same place? Yeah. I just go in. Take a few steps to the right. <laughs> do you? Do you? I move. I move sixty paces to the right. <laughs> walk. Walk up you another walk sideways. To your <laughs> yeah, I, I like a crowd. <laughs> that's oh, oh yeah, so I know. In case anything interesting happens on the <laughs> <Here> pitch, <he> <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so fixated on the players' yeah, training. Yeah. So I crawl. Yeah. I I walk like do, a crowd. Do you get in late? Do you get in late then? You don't get in early. No, I never get in late. I hate people who get in late. Oh. I, don't, I hate that. What What's your thoughts on leaving early? I'm against that as well. Yeah, I, I am. You, you, I, mentioned, you mentioned that people uh, have to arrive uh, before the final whistle and they wouldn't leave until after the final whistle. I think that's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I've been with people that leave early and it was really tense. They were like, oh, I'm just going to get the train. And I I just couldn't do it. Yeah. No. I was going, oh, yeah, yeah, give us a second. And I was, well, also, you'd have to walk out, walk in front of people and you'd feel like yeah, you're being watched. That's sort of why I wouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Just not about the... Uh, can I ask you, because when I go to games in, in England, um, they're always, I mean, supposedly all seater, but no one sits down, really, do they? I mean, people do away fans don't tend to. But I do. Do you sit down? I, I I do so I sit down yeah. Well, oh, isn't yeah. it isn't it the case though? If there's always people in front of you who at an exciting moment of the game will always leap up. Yeah, and then you have to do that as well. Yeah. No, well I did I did I made a decision the other. I don't know why. <laughs> I just felt uncomfortable at standing up. So everyone we scored and everyone stood up and I just remained. <laughs> <laughs> so it looked like an away fan in the wrong end. If they stood up and didn't sit down again for the rest of the game. Just I'd have to watch, back. just look yeah. at them. <laughs> okay. No, I would stand at that point. I, I, I am um, where, when I go to the deals, I sit in a bit where everyone's very much a sitter. And there's like, as soon as the, soon as the whistle blows, everyone sits down. It's weird. We stand, I just noticed we stand up while we chat before the game. Everyone stands up and chats. Yeah. We'll stand around chatting. 
Because because where I stand with my brother and Graham, and then we know uh, other mates in in the row in front, so we stand and talk to them. Then the whistle goes, and we all sit down. Yeah. And then at half time, everyone stands up again and chats. I just realised, don't know why we do that. Easy to do it sitting down. (laughs) Oh, have a little word. I mean, I didn't stand up to cheer because I just didn't want anyone thinking you've been here a month. You've got to do that. That's so much weirder to just say motionless. But it should be it should be an automatic reaction. Yeah. When you've eased in uh, after another five six years, hopefully that will be an automatic reaction, and you without even thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Instinct, David. You'll instinctively enjoy it. That's okay. when you know you're fully, you're fully emotional. Well, the last involved. game I went to, we did score, I think, and I did sort of go like, I was like, no, look at me. <laughs> did you look round and see if anyone <laughs> yeah, look noticed? Yeah, at me. <laughs> <laughs> see, we jump up. <laughs> yeah, look man, at me man, jump. farts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been told to sit down by someone behind you? Yeah. No, I'd hate that. Yeah, like, yeah. But I feel it's, all, it's always to a grouper, though. I think I remember, like, sit down. It's quite, it's done, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> but it's always to about six or seven of you, and you go, Can I ask you one question before yeah. uh, you ask another one? Um, yeah. You know the um, when players tip off, they can now knock it back. They don't have to yeah, tip it yeah, forward. Yeah, no, yeah, what? it's What's weird, that? isn't it? You can no, you can you can hit it forward. Is that a forward. new rule? Is that you yeah, can yeah, do yeah. that? You okay. can knock it forward rather than having to go back. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, before you'd have to go forward yeah. and have changed yeah, it, so right. you don't yes, have to do that's that. That's right. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so, didn't know it had been changed, so I, I thought I was missing out. I did notice it a few, I, I, a few I, I, seasons. There was no. I mean, no one. I just. I don't know about you, um, but in my half century watching football no one's ever said to me no what rule should change <laughs> is, yeah. is instead of having, having to tip it forward you just yeah. well, did you write to it have you written to anyone Arthur that German Still. guy <laughs> <laughs> if, any, if anyone can get it sorted but, it, but tapping it forward all you did is added one tap because they always tapped it back yeah, yeah. but does, you know you see footage of you know famous games like the 66 mm. world cup final or something and it's iconic they tap the ball forward and uh, yeah the continuity is gone so i that it saddens me yeah. <laughs> i remember the uproar when the keeper couldn't pick it up from a back pass. oh yeah oh yeah and, and yeah. didn't that change the game now for look the at it going back yeah oh thank god apparently um what brought that rule in was largely uh ireland played egypt at the 1990 world cup and those jobs, that just happened all the time. And it was a terrible game. So I think that was one of the, the, the right. changes they made. And Ireland's goalkeeper, who was Pat Bonner, played for Celtic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He couldn't really cope with the, the, the pass back. His game really suffered after that. Did well, that, really? yeah, you had to be because he obviously never had to be decent with his feet. Yeah. Yeah. Up to that point. Yeah. But now keepers have to have, have at least the basics. But yeah. So that, sure. so that sort of ruined his career then, that. Well, he, he was never. It, it's he suffered. I mean, it wasn't like he suddenly retired. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm I out. can't do this. Can't use. Yeah. Gotta be honest. Can't use my feet. But I think he he just was very uncomfortable with with that rule change. Um. Anyway, match day routine, Arthur. What talk us through? You're going to a home game. What, what yeah. what's the pub before? Or no, I don't do any of that. I just I drive to the game. The, the great thing about um, supporting a, a club in the lower league is that you can park a minute from the ground. Oh, that'd be nice. So that's pretty good. No, I don't, I've I've only um, 
I don't like drinking before games. Uh, I've only done it about twice ever. And uh, I don't do any of that. I don't eat at the ground. Don't you? Um, no, never do David, that. Look at David's no. face. Can you get through an, over an hour, uh, nearly two hours? David? It just feels like a little... <laughs> No one's there to Little tell you not to. <laughs> no. but it's not. It's not. It's, it's not your normal. Is it your, your normal meal time though? Would it, no, would it be your normal? Never meal time? have pasties. Never eat. And you eat when you get home after you've had one. Yeah. Don't you? I sort of want to keep myself busy in the crowds. Yeah. I'm just uncomfortable in social situations. <laughs> so he eats. <laughs> so I take a pasty with me. And do you, do you um at half time? Do you do? Do you read the program at half, half time? No, I've never. I need to do that. I need to do that. It's a real safety yeah. net. The program. Yeah, that's really Head good. Head down, pretend you. Is it like shit. checking a, mo- a mobile phone? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eating a yeah. pasty is exactly like that. Yeah. And do you yeah. do you do you check the scores at half time on your on your? Phone? I have started doing that. It's a good safety net as well, isn't it? And then yeah, you can go, and I like reading West about Brom the players on the opposing side. Stupid. I I, I really dislike half time. I just want the game to begin yeah. again. Really yeah. quickly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't stand it. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't hate it if you did. I think it. I think it was someone like Mansfield. We went up to Mansfield, and at half time they did that thing where they got. It was a real. I remember it was a really wet day, and they got two people out of the crowd, and they were both had to take a penalty, oh. and they just had some, you know, like a random in goal but the twist was they got a broom handle and they did that thing where they spun on their head you know put it on their head and spun round and round and round and then (laughs) that's great and ran at the bottom and one of them went off the pitch he literally was so dizzy (laughs) he ended up half of the pitch don't remember anything else about the game why did they do it in that game what was the point of that that's what they do at whatever game it was at half time two people cover themselves in mud because both of them just hit the deck, but they just keep yeah. going and keep going. And one of them, <laughs> the one with most tenacity, will eventually <laughs> get to the ball. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> I think if you score, you get like a pie or something. And they're absolutely. <laughs> and it was it was the best yeah. thing. It was the best thing. And so, who's in goal? Who's in goal for the panel? Is that a co- like a coach? Is it the reserve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they never try, do they? Don't yeah, really. That's what annoys you, didn't it? Yeah, they're not <laughs> competitive. <laughs> <laughs> he should have had that. <laughs> it was bleeding on. It was telegraph. That was. <laughs> Crabbing his way to the toilet. It's ruining, ruining some. You're a disgrace. Po- <laughs> ruining some or seven-year-olds. Pathetic. Yeah. Um, Favourite game ever you've been to? Um, well, I went to see Ireland play Russia in 1974 when they won 3-0. And that was, that was brilliant. Don Givens. Remember Don Givens? Played for QPR. Don Givens, I don't. He got a hat-trick. He played Ooh. for QPR in the seventies with uh, Jerry Francis and Stan Bowles. We got a hat trick against Russia, but after the game, because he had to fly back to London, he um, he had to immediately leave the ground without changing. What? Uh, yeah, he didn't have time didn't to change. Have, he, he, put he didn't have seven in, minutes. Yeah, put his clothes <laughs> in a bag. Did he have and then he didn't have any transport. <laughs> he just scored a hat trick in the European Championships against Russia. And he left, and he was with some other player. I think Paddy Mulligan, who was with Chelsea at the time. No, uh, Crystal Palace. He was at Palace, so they both had to fly back to London. And so they that, and they couldn't. Kit. There was no transport, so they had to tum. What? Apparently, this is true. Like 
yeah, that the, the leave the ground and hadn't changed, hadn't had a shower and had to thumb to the airport. What? They definitely had the lift. They got a lift from someone who just stopped from <laughs> so... after scoring a hatchery. Are you saying Russia. it wasn't that glamorous? That... Well, yeah, it, it was. Uh... <laughs> it's a bit different. To... Different Hello? times. It was Liam Brady's first game for Ireland as well. Oh, wow. and he was, was he good? Was he good? He was, yeah, amazing, I don't know, he was brilliant. Here's the thing I did. <laughs> I noticed what the first FA Cup final I watched was 1971, Arsenal and Liverpool. And it was exactly 50 years last year. So I have a DVD of it. So I watched it on exactly the same day, 50 years later, wow, at, exactly, at exactly the same time, That's three yeah. o'clock. So I kind of watched it in real time. Oh, wow. wow. That's 50 great. years later. Yeah. There's something I just thought of doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I recommend was, it. I was getting a really nice feeling and then you uh, went, ah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend that you do that. In fact, David, if you get a, a DVD, I don't know, there's probably a, a, a recording of your first Exeter game. So you could get that and maybe... Yeah, but do it yeah. After a month... <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, it was 30 Yeah, I do. Ago. Yeah, it's Newport County. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Favourite player of all time? Yeah. Well, when, I was, when I was a kid, Johnny Giles of Leeds. But, um, Johnny Giles, he played for Man United, you say? He did years ago, yeah. He played in the 63 Cup final and then he went to Leeds. Um, I don't know. Uh, Messi, maybe? Is he really? Messi, probably, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he's probably the best I've seen. I was saying to Joe yesterday, Zidane was for me. Really? Glenn, okay. Yeah. Glenn Hoddle for me. Glenn Hoddle, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And well, I remember Maradona. I saw Maradona play when he was about 20. Play for Yeah, for Argentina against Ireland. He, that was 79, probably. So he was very young. Did he stand out then as like... Oh, yeah, God. but... He, but but there was a vibe about him then even, you know, it was like he's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. So, so he was quite, even when he was 20, he was quite well known. There's, there's some players, isn't there? Like I remember Rooney, there was talk of Rooney yeah. when he was in the Everton youth setup. Yeah. That there was this kid coming to, like, you know what I mean? I love there's hearing that, those stories. I, love, that, I heard that. I remember Joe Cole hearing about Joe Cole. Yeah, yeah. He quite, was, yeah. Yeah. But I bet you've heard that about 50 players that never, yeah. never made it at all yeah yeah well there's yeah. if you, there's every year that, that there's sort of articles isn't there what happened to the superstars of 10 years ago and then you go oh yeah right, yeah ones that well, you know when or... players retired do you remember tony curry do you remember him yeah tony yeah curry? yeah yeah when he retired he he just didn't know what to do with himself i remember he got a a tube ticket like a day travel travel card in the tube and just went round the tube all day. <laughs> God. <laughs> what, one day or every day? <laughs> every day for the rest of his life. <laughs> I feel uh, really down. I don't, I don't know. Um, maybe something, maybe between the two. I'd like yeah. to think, I'd love to think he went round every day for the rest of his life in the tube. Yeah, from, yeah. Get, just go, get up yeah. in the morning. Go into the tube at nine and travel around till twelve at night. <laughs> is that Tony Curry? Yeah, this is every day <laughs> on your commute every day. All right, just going round again. I think yeah. this is your stop, Tony. <laughs> no, I don't have a stop. I don't get off. <laughs> <laughs> round around the, the, the district, central line. Central yeah, the central line. line. Yeah. Just go round, round. Go read a uh, book. 
staring into space. I quite like the uh, the idea of ex-footballers just going to the underground, <laughs> packing out the underground. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's going to, I don't think you'd see Paul Pogba doing something. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Mario Bellatelli doing it. <laughs> Taking up a carriage. <laughs> Packed today, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, favourite away ground? Oh, uh, you don't have to have one. These questions. Uh, uh, let me see. I used to like when I went to all these games in London. I used to like uh, the old White Hart Lane. Uh, oh, actually, no. I'll tell you what I'll say to that is the old Wembley was great. Was it? Before, right. yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And I've been to the new Wembley, and it just doesn't have the atmosphere that the old Wembley had at all. I mean, it's just so iconic. The old one, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I did always. Joe, think you said you'd been there. You'd been at you were at the Holland game in ninety six. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, that was God, that, yeah. That's, that was my favorite game. Yeah, was it? Yeah, it was. God, that, that's yeah. It was just. It felt like we had the best team in the tournament, and I'd never experienced where you know you know you go into games and you go, oh, if everything goes our way, we might sneak a win. It was like God. But you were good. very confident. I personally was. Yes. Mm. And I was like, okay, we're we've got a chance here because everyone was yeah. playing well. And... But the history of Wembley with, with the you know the white horse and all that. I did think, why didn't I? Sort of was like, it's a shame they couldn't have kept the, the, towers. the towers and yeah. built something around it. I was like, yeah. I felt that was a bit weird. But I I, I was at the new Wembley and uh, I went to the Emirates and the. Millennium in Cardiff, and they're all kind of similar, you know. Mm. But the old Wembley was amazing. That was, was the new Tottenham grounds meant to be amazing. I haven't been. Yeah, there. that looks good. But people sort got of, their own brewery. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> They've got everything. But also the new Wembley that the, I hate low camera angles. I, I like them high up, and the old Wembley had a high camera angle. I remember what old White Hart Lane was like. That wasn't it. The cameras really high up. Down at the pitch, yeah, yeah, something yeah. to move. move do you watch? Do you watch um, the big match revisited on ITV4? Oh, Bob Wilson. Oh, yeah, I used to watch those. They were Brian great. Moore, Brian Moore, Brian Moore, yeah, and they show they show like really iconic premiership games and stuff. And yeah, pre premiership, I mean, this yeah. is like the yeah, sorry, yeah, top flight, yeah, they're like, up to um 1980 81 at the moment. Uh, when's that on then? It's on ITV4 on right. Saturday mornings. At 10.30. But uh, I saw Gillingham on it recently. Okay. From 74, actually, I think 74, 75. Gillingham Charlton. Oh, really? Yeah. And there was a, there's an Irish player called Damien Richardson played for Gillingham. Do you remember him at all? That was before mine. Probably wouldn't. But no. he was playing. And, uh, he, uh, he subsequently managed Drawd, actually. Yeah. He was playing for Gillingham and... Eamon Dunphy. Do you know Eamon Dunphy? Yeah, I know the name. Yeah, he yeah. was playing for Charlton. Dunphy became a huge, like, really famous in Ireland for his football punditry. And then he kind of moved beyond that. But he was, like, became really famous. And he, he wrote a book called um, Only a Game, Diary of a Season, which was quite, you know, the first kind of tell-all players about Yeah, football. I recognise him. I don't know how I know... Yeah, Cascarino's yeah. autobiography was meant to have done that. Like it was one, it was like because all of the football autobiographies had been. And then we went to play Leeds. Nice bunch of lads we had that day, <laughs> and uh, the team spirit. I've never 
never seen such team spirit. And then Cascarino Artie was a prick. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to think yeah. of some is it I can't remember. Is it Ray Parler or someone like that? So it's it's kind of useless story, but he mentions his his the index, his his wife, Shirley or something, like page fifty one, and then fridge, buying a fridge, pages fifty six <laughs> to fifty six. <laughs> I sort of want to read it now. Yeah. I don't know where he bought his fridge. I'll find out who it is. <laughs> it's really annoying. <laughs> it was um, Frank Worthington. You remember Frank Worthington? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a bit of a play. He was a big Elvis yeah. fan, a bit of a playboy footballer. Yeah, was and his autobiography was called One Hump or Two. <laughs> <laughs> what are you focusing on, Frank? <laughs> oh, the strategy of the game. <laughs> um, if you could travel back in time, in which game would you go and watch? Um, These are bloody good questions. Thanks, they are mate. very good questions. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I, I heard them on, on the previous podcast, oh, yeah, so, so yeah. I'm, I'm kind yeah. of prepared. I think I'd go to. Remember, you could go to, in Scotland. If you look at the biggest crowds ever recorded, a lot of them are up in Scotland. Yeah, yeah, because like the, in Hampden Park, you get 120 thousand people in. I didn't know it was that much. So I quite fancy a kind of Celtic, Celtic Rangers game. Have you ever watched one of what? those games? Have you ever been the to huge a huge crowd? Yeah, well, I've, I've been dog. to. I've, I've only been to Hamden. I've been to Hamden Park once. What's that like there? It's fine. It's it's kind of, you know, doesn't stand out. Uh, it's another kind of formulaic kind of stadium, but no, it's 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 good. Um, but yeah, I'd probably go to one of the, something or the the, the nineteen fifty World Cup final which is Brazil and Uruguay. And that was in the Maracan in Brazil. And that was, I think, 200,000 or something like that. So either something like that, or I'd go way back to like, I'd quite like to see a game in the 1920s, like Arsenal or something, you know, just to go back that far would be interesting, I think. Yeah. What would you go for, Joe? Did you say the 66 World Cup final? Yeah, that would have to be. It'd have to be out there. We we haven't asked ourselves these questions, but yeah, I think it'd be. What mad. would you do, David? What would you go for? God, I don't know. I really don't know. We're not good at answering, just giving the questions. Some Exeter Forest Green. <laughs> last last. Would season. you go back to the Newport game? You went your first game. That's why I don't jump up and cheer. <laughs> People take the piss out of me. <laughs> I should have I should have sent you a text earlier. Arthur going, he's very fragile. <laughs> Uh, I heard a brilliant one. This is great. This shows, this says a lot about Ireland. Uh, mm. There's a player called Con Martin who played for Ireland. He had quite a good career in England. This is way back. This is the 40s and 50s. And he had a good career in England. He played for Boston Villa and Everton. And I heard an archive interview with him when he was interviewed probably in the 70s. And uh, he was asked uh, on RTB and Irish radio, Con Martin, you've had a great career in football. What, what would you say was your highlight? And he said, without a doubt, I had once the great honour of meeting General Franco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks for coming on. <laughs> Ireland played Spain uh, in 1957. <laughs> I had the great honour of meeting General Franco. <laughs> That's time for the weather. <laughs> um, final question. David, as you know, is a new... Uh, football fan to going to low league football. Any tip? Yes, for being a a uh, a supporter of a 
a smaller club? Well, I'd say stick with it and you'll get the benefit after another. We kind of discussed this earlier. After 40 years or something, I think you'll really get the benefit of it if you really stick with it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long game. <laughs> Isn't it? On your deathbed, be, you look back. Be, there will be days when you'll be very ill in bed thinking, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But... <laughs> I don't think he needs to be ill to think that. No, so you, you have to. You just have to do it, I think. I, Mark, Arthur, I want to know what you do when you go on your own. You buy a programme, you sit yeah. down, you buy the programme. Yeah. You're comfortable with the situation. Yeah. 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 I, I, I read it a half time. Why does anyone say no? <laughs> because no one's looking at you. No, no I one's know, going, why it's... is that chap on his Todd? Well, it's because I'm new to but the ground. No, do you know, the thing about it is you're all facing the same way. It's not yeah. as if you're you're yeah. looking in someone's... Maybe. You are facing the right way, aren't you, David? They're, they're sitting. Straddling <laughs> <laughs> the chair. Why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> like Jason Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah stick with it you know and um best of luck maybe a million <laughs> a billionaire owner will come in and propel you into the into the premiership yeah. are you going to take up the going to sit in the fancy bit david yeah what game are you going to choose don't be too don't like go the last game like well i'm like, sort of holding off for the playoffs yeah i wouldn't do that because they'll, they'll have friends and family going for that <laughs> they, well, they, um... <laughs> I'm going to let you but, in. D- David, do you get the impression people recognise you now and know no. you're doing the podcast? Well, that's that. stressing me out now, Arthur, even more. I'm like, oh. You can't win, basically, because if it doesn't take No, off, I did, sort of didn't think ahead. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone tweeted, oh, we're going to start abusing you from the big bank. <laughs> so, well, I'm out. You've lost the podcast, boys. They're going to give a shit. They're going to cheer and they're going to feel great about cancelling the pod. Not Imagine if they started throwing things at you yeah. and just really oh, no. roughing, roughing, yeah. roughing you up. I can see it. The as fact as that we've been talking it about CCTV. it is now giving them permission to just leave it, grow up. Watch the Remember game. they haven't done it yet. Mm. I, no. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a go at people who haven't done anything. You wankers. Eh? Has, has any, do, do, do people come up to you at games and say, oh, I've heard the podcast and that. Do they do that? No, they sort no, of take a wipe. But... <laughs> <laughs> They say things no. like, oh, it's him. Oh, no, they don't. No. No, they don't. To be fair, you haven't plastered your face all over the logo, so no. hopefully um, you could be the secret podcaster. Well, I bought some red DMs, Arthur, and that. Jesus regretting Webs, that. did you? Yeah. yeah, I just thought, I always liked her, and I thought, <laughs> I'm going to get those, and now I'm like, oh, fucking hell, I'm one of those now. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be Dave, Mick the Mod and David Red Pumps. <laughs> <laughs> Davey, Davey I, I, I never really noticed um, people's shoes. I never really. Oh, good. Yeah, that was obvious earlier when David said, What shoes does he wear? And he went, I don't know. Why would I look at his pissing shoes, you idiot? <laughs> I have no interest in shoes. <laughs> so it was a bit of a curveball question, to be fair. Wasn't it's it? really arsy around. <laughs> do fair, you look around at the. At the at, at the Exeter games, you look at people's shoes. You know, never, look never around. looked. No, never I, I've look. never looked at anyone's shoes ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think if someone wore red DMs, they might catch my attention. No, I've never, never looked. Or if someone, if someone was kicking you on the ground <laughs> with red DMs. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, they're nice. I should get. I might get a pair of those. Where'd you get those? 
<laughs> my blood is flowing from my forehead. Oh, they're, yeah, they're, oh, they're not red. Oh, flipping out. <laughs> Can I ask you? I want to ask you another question about um, yeah. what you what you think about um, five substitutions as opposed to the old two oh. substitutions. It does seem a lot. Don't you think they're used largely just waste time towards the end of of games? Um, I also like the jeopardy of when you've got two, you go, if someone does get injured, there's always a chance maybe a keeper gets injured. Yeah. So you can have so someone in gut. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that great moment where where the left-back's putting the gloves on and you're like, yes! Because <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. seen that. <laughs> Harvey Lim got sent off, uh, keeper, and then... Yeah. And, and uh, genuinely, it was one of the best... We had to keep remind... Because um, obviously... The, I can't remember who went in goal, but he kept losing concentration because the keeper wasn't doing much. Like uh, the right back who now was the keeper wasn't doing that. So we had to keep shouting when the ball came in, like was coming towards the penalty what area. What was he doing then? He was just sort of because there'd be big chunks where he wouldn't be doing anything. So he'd, he'd lose concentration. <laughs> yeah. We'd go, we'd go, it's going, the ball's going. And then, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he turned around. It was just so exciting. That's a really good question. What do goalkeepers do? When the they balls just, at the other end. I never really watch have, them. They have to concentrate. There's a lot of the. You oh know. God, I watch them. I always think they've wandered far too far. Yeah. Up yeah. the pitch, and it just take any any kind of punt and I, just go over. Them. I would definitely yeah. wander up the pitch though, because you just what's going on up there. You want to be involved. It's yeah. an odd. It's an odd choice though, isn't it? Keeper. Yeah. We should get a keeper. On. I want to know what. Oh, Matt Taylor used to play in goal. We should have asked him. Did he? He was a, he was a keeper before he was a centre. Oh right. Um, but yeah, had you could my. Mate, growing up was a keeper, and I think just well, a bit unfair, but he was a bit tubbier when he was younger, so he just sort of went in goal because he didn't like running about. Yeah, that's how he became a keeper. But yeah, our from... keeper was called Buddha. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> it's an old keeper called Bill Fook, I think is his name. Yeah, played for Sheffield United. He was famously huge. Did he Missed break the... his neck in a. No, a that fake... was. Bert Troutman. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ex-German yeah. paratrooper. But this guy called oh, yeah, Bill Fatty Fook. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. the 1920s or even earlier. There's photographs of him. He does, like, he fills the goal. He's, well, he's Neville, like a sumo wrestler. Neville Southall seemed to do that. Yeah, he, he was a big old boy. But he, had so, but he could really fling himself. He must have had strong old legs because he, he was a good shot stop. I like Neville Southall when Everton won the Cup. Uh, in the 80s he's just everyone else celebrating and drinking and going mad he just got into his car and drove home to Wales <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah players don't look like Neville Southall anymore do they? no they don't didn't you say he went to play at Torquay at the end of his career? did he? I don't know I think so uh, he's very he's very active on Twitter he's yeah kind of, pa- he's apparently he's, loved, he, he's yeah he's he, apparently he's got a bit of um, attention because he's sort of quite up for like learning new things and whatever wasn't he? Ended at Torquay. Ended his career at Torquay. Amazing. 21 years ago. So quite a few players sort of end their careers, you know, in the last few years, and you're quite mad sort of seeing Waddle and Stuart Pearce at the Priestfield, seeing them at their lowest. At Gillingham? Yeah, you know, like... Chris Waddle? Yeah, Chris Waddle played at the Priestfield. Did he? Not for us, against... Oh, okay, right. But it's just seeing them in their their twilight years. Yeah. Still magical. This uh, a DVD, the big match. Do you remember the big match? There's a few DVDs you can get, and there's one, the big match in the studio. But they have, like, in the 80s, they have, like, Peter Osgood and people playing 
playing for like a pub team and they could do a little report on that and Osgood and these. They're still playing, but they're just playing like for pub teams, literally. Yeah. Well, I was looking up, um, was it Julian Joachim? Joachim? Oh, yeah, yeah. Played for Aston Villa. Yeah, good player. I think it's him. He's like played for like 30 teams now and now he's playing county football at 44 mm. years old. If you love the game. Yeah, it's well, interesting. We were talking about some players because I've been listening to a few like Gary Neville interviews on his podcast, and he just talks about how he never enjoyed it. It's all really stressful. Who just, Neville? Yeah, and, and well, a few players. The game. Yeah, he just said because it, it was like you know just a stressful job. You're at Old Trafford. You got lots of people shouting at you, and he was just worried the whole time about making a mistake. Yeah. And he's like, and you know, talking to these different players, go, do you miss playing? No, no, because I'm not stressed all the time. I was like, oh, yeah. I never really think about them sort of going, God, this is stressful. Mm. There's only football we've ever played if it comes off your uh, knee. I, um, I saw an old documentary from the 60s with uh, Everton. I think the goalkeeper was Gordon West. And he was asked, like, what, what, um, how do you like, how, you know, what's it like being professional football? He says, it's great, except for between three o'clock and five every Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I admire them. Uh, I don't know how they do it. Like, I'd be watching games, like, really nervous and shaking with, you know, a high, you know, a high pressure game. And they can actually go on the pitch. Yeah. What What do you think of um, all the tattoos, all the tattoos oh, players? I love it. I really you like it, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I do feel old when I look at um, lots of tattoos and coloured boots and stuff. And I, I love it. No, I've gone, I've gone the other it. way. Is that guy, I think the Chilean, is it Vidal? Do you know him? Yeah. Yes. He looks, he looks his whole look. With like, his hair and his, yeah. yeah but yeah. He, he looks like, you know, a, a, a kid's school, a, a copy book that someone scribbled on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. He just looks, looks like that. <laughs> you look like that, mate. Well, I can't get rid of it now. <laughs> it's on forever. It yeah. So who's your favourite player, Joe, of all time? Glenn Hoddle. Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And there's, we're trying to get him on the podcast, and uh, not a no at the moment, is it? No, it's, it's not, not a no. no. And a bit of yeah. me, bit of me wants him to say no because I'm getting stressed that I'll, I'll. He just seems quite off. affable, and I've seen. I, mean, I know, very... but but see, imagine who who do you think is an unpleasant footballer that you wouldn't you wouldn't like to meet? Um, I'm well. There was there was a referee asked who was the biggest pain in the ass to ref. Oh God! Who did he say? It's Craig Bellamy. Bellamy. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of players. You you go. They're a good player. They go to a lot of you know bounce around a lot of clubs, and you go. Hmm. I think yeah. that might be hard work. Well, I went to see Ireland play Wales a few years ago, and we went for a Chinese meal afterwards, and Craig Bellamy was there. How was he in the restaurant? Yeah, I've always thought um, Alan Hansen was a bit, a bit kind of unpleasant. Really, you think? Yeah, but you shouldn't say. No. You don't have to comment on that. No, I'm happy to. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's a bit of a bully. I thought I saw right. him. I saw him run him in a suit running up Camden High Street, and I had some. But he was running up the middle of the road, <laughs> screaming, <laughs> screaming, get out of the way! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he was running up the middle for. Was he? Yeah, he was in a suit and he was running up Camden High. Was Street. he running away from people who were chasing? <laughs> <laughs> or a, a bull? A bull? He was. He had a bag, a and I remember he was in a suit because I remember. 
Who's running? Bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they do that once a year in Camden, don't they? They let a bull out. They're running they? the bull, yeah. The, the, the bull running footballers. <laughs> they they loads of, loads of yeah. old commentators. The Liverpool players from the 70s <laughs> are chased up Camden High Street by a bull. Great Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Ali McCoy's getting lobbed yeah. into KFC. Ben Sunes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes more sense that he was just running up the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my only interaction with Alan Hansen. So apart from that, I don't know what he's like. Uh, well, look, thank you, Arthur. We've taken yeah, up loads thank of you, your Arthur. time. That was so great. lovely to see you. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, what pleasure. This is so, so when you great. wrote Father Ted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, to the interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was, you, I, was I was really looking forward to doing this, and it was a pleasure. Oh, well, we oh, was great. Oh, can, so I, can I come, come back after Dave yes. completes the season? Yeah, uh, yeah. Do, yeah. Exeter. I'd love to come back. He I can love... tell you all the things he's learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 uh, it's such a pleasure. Thank you so much for asking me. Oh, no. Oh, thank you, Arthur. Well, look, um, we'll let you um, get on with your life. And uh, I don't have a life. I don't have a life to get on. With. <laughs> oh, perfect. Anyway, so seriously, how did you? Write it's that? a book. <laughs> it's a book. Dainyman Park, the home of Irish football. That's where. Uh, that's Ireland. Used to be Ireland's main ground. Oh wow! Tell uh, you played there once, Bob Marley. Oh wow! Is, yeah, he, got is, he got is, that, is that still there? That ground? Yeah, yeah. It it's is. Played Bohemians. Play a uh, Dublin team. Well, I saw Bob Marley. I was at that gig in nineteen eighty. No. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Big football fan, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he, he, used, to, he used to good, play. He used to play on a Saturday at um, yeah at Hackney Marshes, famously. Yeah, that, I remember reading they played the Brazil football team, the Whalers and whatever, and uh, they lost like four nil. Wow! Yeah, that's impressive. And I'm imagining uh, Bob's lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was box be, to box. Yeah. Re- recommended yeah. the intake of uh, soft drugs. Oh well, we will let you go. Now. Thank you, Arthur. It's really oh, yeah, thank pleasure. you, Arthur. Oh, it's such a great time. Oh, I really yeah. did. Oh, I'll pl- and please come on again. That'd be great. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. I'll, I'll be. I'll be listening. I'll be subscribing and listening to. Oh, you. brilliant. Following your progress. Watching <laughs> <laughs> the slow demise. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Cheers. Amelia. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.